In the waning days of the Depression, on the evening of December 26, 1940, a comedy premiering at the Biltmore Theater in New York earned unanimous raves, exploding it into the Broadway firmament. Few of the glowing reviews for My Sister Eileen mentioned that the show's true-life heroine had been killed with her husband in a car crash four days earlier. Eileen McKenney had achieved a certain stardom in her sister's New Yorker tales, whereas her husband, the author of four slender novels and a score of B-movies, was relatively unknown to the general public. None of his books had sold well. A writer ahead of his time, Nathaniel West created psychologically complex anti-heroes and violent, pitch-dark fictions that he, but few others, called comic novels. His rude message, Guess what, folks, the American dream is a scam, wasn't too popular either. A provocateur at heart, he was happiest swimming against the tide. Not until after the Second World War, in that post-A-bomb Dr. Strangelove era, did West's brand of nightmare humor find an appreciative audience. His novels were first collected in 1957 by Farrer, Strauss, and Cudahy, and the Library of America would follow some 40 years later by adding his complete works to its canon of classic American literature. As number 93, he was the first Jewish writer enshrined in an elite pantheon that includes Mark Twain and Nathaniel Hawthorne. Miss Lonely Hearts now is recognized as one of the significant American novels of the 20th century, while The Day of the Locust is credited as the most trenchant book ever written about Hollywood movie-making. The story of Nathaniel West and Eileen McKenney has never been told, although their individual portraits have been presented in earlier biographies and memoirs. At first glance, it is hard to see any logical connection. They met in the fall of 1939, married the following spring, and wound up dead on the highway on December 22, 1940, when she was just 27 and he was 37. What does a high-strung New York intellectual have to do with a non-intellectual darling from Ohio? And when is 15 months enough time to become friends and spouses, much less enjoy the pleasures of a good fight? Only in the turmoil of the 1930s, with its attendant rainbows and banana peels, could two people complement each other so precisely. Their short lives necessarily leave open the question of what else they might have done. McKenney missed turning 40 in the year 1953 and seeing one of the all-time marvelous musicals, Wonderful Town, based on her own story. She never had the opportunity to watch Rosalind Russell belting out, Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why did I ever leave Ohio? Today, McKenney remains a symbol of all the fabled heroines and their real counterparts who migrate to the bright lights in quest of their destinies. West never got to enjoy the rewards that fall to renowned writers. Had his life continued another thirty years? Would he have overcome his disillusionment with fiction writing? Would he have found a more satisfying career as a movie and television director or producer? Their marriage has been called a romance by romantics, a tragedy by those who dote on reasonably happy endings. As we shall see, it was both and neither. 
Mr. and Mrs. West were not a Bonnie and Clyde jalopy couple, although, to a man with West's outlaw personality, anybody on a crime spree could not be all bad. In Westian parlance, their story had a twisteroo punchline, proving that anything can happen, and sometimes does.